What's going on, folks? Welcome back. MST episode. Danny Ann? Danny Ann? <laughs> I guess that's what? this episode. Um, yeah, we're here. We're, uh, we're chilling. Nice Friday morning. Weekend started. My weekend started last night. Eric's, that's I it. think, just started. Yeah, except I got practice later. Mm. L. L. Yeah, I don't really get a weekend because then I have practice Sunday too, so I don't really get a weekend. L. Yeah, it's tough. But anyways, Tyler, mother freaking hero, <laughs> the walking bucket, the baby goat. Facts. Man's a problem. Man is a problem. He just gets buckets whenever he wants, I guess. Dude, I just... It's just insane. Like, we can't guard him? Nope. We can't guard him a little bit? We're just going to leave him open now? That's just how it's going to be, huh? Yep. Like, dang. I don't really have, I don't really have much to say. I'm disappointed, I'll tell you that. Celtics. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have much to say at all. I think it's just You disappointed so far? Uh, I mean, let's not forget we still got we still I, think I mean Celtics have been playing pretty decent basketball for the most part. Um, they're just playing good they're having good stretches at the wrong times. I agree. You got to be able to close um, out a game. If, you know, Tatum doesn't score, maybe scores like five points in the first half or six points, the Celtics win that game. Rather yeah. than making no buckets and then coming out and absolutely tearing it up in the second half. I'm just, I mean. Jalen Brown again, keeping us in the game at the end of it. Yep, with that big shot. And honestly, like, I just feel – all right, so the series isn't over. We saw the Nuggets come back against better teams. Let's be, let's just be honest. Um, so I'm not saying the series is over, but I'm also not saying that I think we're going to win. I think uh, a lot of room for error um, trying to come back from 3-1 to one, or from, from down 3-1. Um, I'm just disappointed in the fact that on paper, our team is better than the Miami Heat, and that's a fact. And we just aren't playing that way. We're not playing with confidence. Some people play on a little too much confidence. <clears throat> Jason Tatum. Yeah. Honestly, I think I – think, I'm not going to make excuses for the guy, but I think he's playing hurt. I don't know what's wrong with him. Um. The announcers picked it up right away the other the other night. They were saying, you know, like he's – I mean, they were right. He wasn't explosive. Like the first – whole first half, that man just did not look explosive at all. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm just disappointed, man. I just – I think we're relying a little bit too much on Marcus Smart to uh, be an offensive star. I mean, he, yeah, he's been good, but 
He's taking a lot of shots, man. He's taking a lot of shots. Did somebody bet $250,000 on Marcus Smart scoring 13 points last game? <laughs> Scored 10? Scored 10. So that. $250,000, man? I would never make that bet. Never make that bet, ever. On Marcus Smart, never. Too, it's too inconsistent. Um. So yeah, uh, I was, I was um, reading something the other day. It was just like a, like I, every day I just look up like Celtics and then go to the news section on Google. And uh, I was reading something, and this writer wrote that. Uh, it's crazy to think, but I mean we we don't know if this is true if the Celtics were going to draft Tyler Hero, but honestly we lost Tyler Hero on a coin flip. Because we had Sacks pick Sacramento, and we lost on a coin flip to Miami, <laughs> and uh, it's the first time that Sacramento's had a decent season, of course, and we lose out on a guy like Tyler Hero. Who knows if we would have drafted him? Probably not. But yeah, I don't know. Tyler Hero is pretty nice. He He's is nice. Slept on rookie, I think. Should have like I like I said should have been all rookie first team. In my opinion, yeah. If not first team, definitely second team. Definitely second team. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying you know Kendrick Nunn doesn't deserve it. Uh, I mean yeah, if you look at the playoffs, he hasn't really played. Um, you know any substantial amount of time or anything like that. But if you do look during the regular season, I mean. Kendrick Nunn was a pretty decent player, pretty good rookie. So I guess that's tough to look at, but um, hey, me and you said it, right? We called it. We said Miami Heat out of the East. I'm not saying the series is over, but it's not going to surprise me. We have um, our bracket would be right. Except, for, Except the for the fact that, yeah, the Clippers didn't make the conference finals. So, yeah. you know, I don't think we did too bad. No, I don't think we did bad at all. Um, the games were probably a little off. Yeah, the, the amount of – yeah, the series number. But I guess that doesn't matter too much if we're right in terms of which team's coming out. I have – I had Lakers in the finals. It's looking – Actually, I'm not going to say anything. I can't say it's looking good. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Fuck Denver. Uh, I'd like to see Denver at least make a push. I'd like to see like the game go to seven. I don't really care who goes. Yeah. But if the series can go to seven games, by all means, it makes it way better to watch. Yeah. Uh, and I'm hoping the Celtics series goes seven, but... We gotta close out a fucking game, man. You gotta close out a game. Mm-hmm. It's it's getting fucking ridiculous, you know. Like, oh man, we're hoping all Celtics fans, you know, we see Tatum, his first year, just go off in the playoffs, right? First year, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, like his dunk on LeBron. Like, I don't know. We're just like see we see these flashes, and we're hoping to see like that this like right now and don't get me wrong he's had he's had some great games but 
dude, you got to be fucking consistent, man. You're the star of the team. Like, you're the guy that, yeah, he's 22, but you're the guy that we like. We have to rely on to score. Him and him and, like I said, I think Jalen Brown's getting a little bit lost in the offense, but um, down the stretch, Jalen Brown's been pretty good. So, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I don't really, I, at this moment. I'm not really too uh, worried because I think the Celtics should easily win two games in a row and get this to seven. I mean, I mean you'd fucking games, hope. All the games have been pretty close, so um, you just gotta have like people step up. Kemba's gotta step up a little bit. Yeah, you need Kemba, man. <laughs> I mean, you need Kemba to look like. I know you haven't. Kemba. Yeah, I know. You, I know you haven't been in this situation, but before, but this isn't. This isn't like a normal finals. I mean, a, a normal. Yeah, normal. Normal Eastern Conference Finals. There's no crowd, man. Come on, there, there should be nothing shaking your ability to play the game. Just go fucking play. Be Kemba. You know what I mean? Like we didn't sign you to big money to not to, to. I mean, yeah, he's been a vocal leader on the bench. But you need, you know, we just need you to be fucking Kemba. And I think his knee is bothering him. Honestly, I think, I, I truly believe that his knee is still a problem, and it's going to be a problem for the rest of his career. I think, um, knee problems are typically, like, just everlasting. Like they just don't go away. Um, so I think that's bothering him. But just be you, man. Just be you. Um, yeah, big game tonight. You know, if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. I'm not too worried about it. Um, interested to see what would happen next season. Um, if we're going to be yeah. in a bubble or what, uh, what's going to happen. Um, Did you see what I, I said in our group chat? No, I didn't see it. Oh. Um, I mean, I, I, I just said, like, I was talking about the Celtics, and then I basically just said – at some some point, you got to stop blaming the cast, and you got to look at the, uh, you know, for in this example, the coach. But like, man, come on! Like Brad Stevens, he's got a. What bothers me is the fact that Marcus Smart, I feel as though, is the loudest voice on that team, and that shouldn't be that way. The coach should be the loudest voice on that team. And I think I think Marcus Smart has had to take upon those duties because. I don't think Brad Stevens is being a vocal leader that he has to be. And when you're down 3-1, like you need to be the like you need to have the command of your team and you need to be the guy that gets your team ready to go. And you know, you can these guys, they're all grown men. It's not like you're coaching middle school kids. So, they're all pretty self-motivated, but dude, you got to fucking take command of your team. How many times are you going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose? I mean, he's been here for seven years. Like, do you think Danny Ainge is getting a little pissed off? I Honestly, I think Danny Ainge could get a little pissed off. I think they have a great relationship, but how can you not be bothered by that? Yeah, you went through a rebuild. Yeah, you've been through some tough years. But, I mean, with this team, dude, on paper, the sec- on paper, probably the second best team in the with the four teams remaining on paper. Maybe the first. Uh, 
No. I mean, not, not first. Then, if not first, then definitely the second. I think the I think what's hurting the Lakers a little bit. I mean, they're they're doing fine, but I think what's hurting the Lakers a little bit is just their depth piece. But they got two guys that are better than our best. Guy, yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. So I think that's what puts them over the top. But I don't know, man. And as of right now, I'd probably say. Th- I think we're the playing we're playing like the third best team in the playoffs. Yeah. But I'm saying on paper though. Yeah. We're playing like the third best team, but we're executing like the fourth best team left. I agree. Like we're can't really blame I, the I Nuggets, man. We're playing bet no, I'm not even saying the Nuggets are playing better than the Heat. They're just beating You think us. so? Actually we're beating ourselves, like I said before. Yeah. They're just playing sound basketball. They're they're always in the right position. They're they're always making the right pass, doing the right thing. Always like Miami does not make a lot of mistakes. So, and then like the way Denver is, Denver's better than us right now. They're just facing yeah. the Lakers. Like Denver has Jokic, who's better than anybody we have. Yep. And then Jamal Murray's Jamal playing. Murray. As good, almost as good as Tatum, if not as good. Not, yeah. Probably just as good. Yeah, I would say just as good. He's been, I would say he's been pretty consistent. Yeah, he hasn't really had a bad game. Um. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We just got to go one game at a time. Just win tonight. Win tonight. That's all I'm asking. Please win tonight. Yeah, they'll. I think they'll win tonight. You got nothing to lose. Play that way. Yeah. Elimination. Your balls are on the chopping board. <laughs> X. No, you're not even joking though. That you're right. Somebody's getting their nuts chopped off tonight. Facts. <laughs> Probably Gordon Hayward after having like eight kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rest in peace. Thanks. So, other than that, off season wise, are are you looking forward? You know, to a Celtics uh, off season? No, me either. I don't think anything big's gonna happen. I don't think anybody's gonna make a lot of changes this off season. It's gonna be a pretty weak off season, in my opinion. I think uh, uh, probably just going to run it back, considering the circumstance. Yep, um, I completely agree. The draft, I really not that excited about this draft. It's very top heavy. Do you think the Celtics should keep the like? I think they have five first or f- they have five picks or four four picks. Uh, they have four in the f- yeah. They have four picks, three in the first round. I think they have something like that. Uh, let's see. I know they got like at least three first round picks. The Celtics <laughs> own number 14, number 26, and 30. So they have three in the first round. Yeah. Uh, and they have the 47th pick, so four picks. Um, I will probably – I think we'll trade one of those away. Um, I, we'll I hope – Honestly, at this point, I wouldn't care if we traded, if we only drafted even just two guys. 
and it, even if one of those guys is like an overseas, yeah, like we have rights to him. This draft is not good in my opinion. I think it's top heavy. I just think it's like the top like four guys are really good, and then yeah, but probably like outside the top like ten, it's just really weak. Um, Honestly, I, maybe somebody can slip, but we drafted. We drafted. Let's see, Tremont, Carson, Grant, Romeo, Taco, five five guys we drafted last year. And Grant was probably the only significant the, one. Yep, I was just gonna say that Grant's been the only one that's really given us meaningful minutes in a meaningful game. Romeo Langford has played very small minutes. Very small minutes. I mean, not that I would expect a bunch of rookies to do anything anyways, yeah. especially considering where some of them were drafted. Romeo, uh, yeah, he's just raw. Yeah, he's like, very raw. I knew he was raw coming out of the draft, so. I think it helps that Grant was a four-year player. You know, mm-hmm. he's, what, 24 years old? But that's what people forget, too, is, like, like Grant is who he is. And when you draft a four-year player, they are who they are. They're not really going to. They won't really change much. It's not like drafting a 20-year-old or 21-year-old kid or 19-year-old kid that, you know, has the ability to see NBA coaching very early in his basketball career and change his game. say that, though. He's, you see, he's not, I mean, Grant's not like the guys I'm about to mention, but you look at guys like Donovan Mitchell. Yep. I mean. But has his game changed much? From uh, it hasn't changed much. Well, yes, definitely from college. Um, he was more of a defensive, defensive-minded guard in college. Um, now he's just a really good player. Um, and like his first year was good. I wouldn't say his game's changed much since his rookie well, year, but he's elevated his game. He only played two years at, at Louisville. He's well, he's twenty. One or two when he came into the league. I don't remember. All right. So, I mean, he's let's say he's either one, 21 or 22. I'm just he's saying, like, first year. The next two like years. First year guys. Like, you, you see guys that just want to get drafted. Because um, even, like, I feel like if you're there for two years in a college system, it's almost as effective as four. You're going to know pretty much everything you already know. By the time that second year is over, I could agree, but I could also disagree with that because, like, either way, you're getting two more years of NBA coaching experience, so that's two years to change your game, or not change your game, but but improve something, improve an area of your game. Whereas, like, if you're 24 going into the league, I mean, you're you could be four, five years behind a guy that you know, what I mean, that's been developing. I don't. That's, I think the cases with that though. Usually, the guys that have more college experience are very ready out the gate and give you those minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that's why but I I'm think not, he's made I'm an not impact. I'm not going to say they don't have room to grow because we've seen cases where guys can grow. We've seen Brogdon. Yeah. I mean, it's not a lot of cases. I'm not saying Grant's one of those guys, but you know, he's a pretty high IQ basketball player. Um, yeah, considering probably his age and his experience in college, but um, he's got skill. We've seen it. He can do a little bit of everything on the floor, but we'll just see if it develops. 
Um, but yeah, mm, Celtics. Yeah, we'll see if they win tonight. If not, I, it doesn't really bother me. I'm kind of more shifted over to the NFL by now, anyways. Like yeah, I said, I've been, I've been done with this NBA season for about two or three weeks now. Um, I just watch the Celtics when they're on. And other than that, I don't really care. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about coaching vacancies? or? Sure, go ahead. Start us off. You got the biggest one, I think, is the 76ers. Yeah. Um, kind of hoping Mike D'Antoni gets that job because I think it's going to be – it'll shake up the league, I think. I'm hoping Mike D'Antoni doesn't get that job because for the Celtics next year, it's going to fuck us. Because one, yeah, but... he's going to find out a way to make it work with Embiid and Simmons. Or well, somebody's going to get traded. Yeah, they're saying that they could... He's got the tools to have a very good offense. Yeah. He's, he'll, um... he's the kind of guy that brings the best out of out of guys, especially guys that can shoot and score. He's going to bring the best out of Tobias Harris. Yeah. He's probably going to bring the best out of uh, Tease, too. I mean, Tease isn't really an offensive-minded guy, but I've seen flashes of him being a good three-point shooter. So, Yeah. Sorry for the yelling. Jesus. Oh, what the hell is going on? What's going on out there? Somebody fighting? Big fight, Bob. Um. Yeah. So you have that. You got the Indiana Pacers. Um. Another good job. Yeah. I don't know why they fired Nate McMillan. Yeah, me neither. There's no reason they should have fired him. I like. He's done really like well him. considering the circumstances he's been giving with like Oladipo being hurt, uh, having the roster he has. Like Sabonis was your best player all year, and you ended up being what the fifth seed. Yeah. With all the depot out a lot too, yeah. Uh, it's not like that. I mean, you talk, look at the first five or six guys on that roster. You're like, okay, those are guys that can probably all start on another roster, but there's no like stud. Yeah. Like Sabonis is an all star, but he was like a reserve. So I was kind of hoping Brogdon and Oladipo would have been a better combo. I think when next year, if you see it, when they're both full, like Oladipo will be fully healthy. Because, yeah. I mean, this year he's been back and forth. He's been a little shaky. Um, yeah. But if you give that, if that team's fully healthy, it's going to be a problem. And depending on who their coach is. Yeah, and if they can retain, like, a, if they can retain Miles Turner, because I know he's been in a lot of trade talks. I think Is he a free agent this year? He might be a free agent this year. Yeah, he's probably his rookie contract is probably up. Um, so yeah, um, I think if you look at the coaches, or actually the Bulls just uh, was it yesterday? I think they signed Billy Donovan maybe two days ago. Yeah, um, good signing. Honestly, I like Billy Donovan as a coach. I thought Billy Donovan was an idiot for the longest time. Thought he was a terrible coach. Could never get his team to the next level until this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with Chris Ball more than Billy Donovan, but... Yeah, I, I would uh, agree with you on that, actually. 
when it comes to coaching talent, he's not the best. What I think he's going to be good at is I think he's good at developing players. Um, yeah, I think he's a guy that you bring in if you have a young team, and that's what the Bulls have. They have a really young team. <clears throat> guy like Zach Levine, Laurie Markkinen, Daniel Gafford, uh, Kobe White. Um, I mean, you get especially the young guards. I mean, look what he did with Shea this year. I think he did a really good job with Shea. Um, we'll see. But yeah, I I don't know. I next year will be like a testing year for Billy Donovan because in the past I thought he was probably the stupidest coach in basketball. And like I said, I think a lot of this year was Chris Paul. So yeah, I don't think it was Billy Donovan because you look at the guys who rose: Schroeder and uh, Shea. What position do they play? Point guard. They're, yeah, they're guards. So, um, we know why that's the case. Saw more growth in those guys than any other position. I think – all right, so other than Mike D'Antoni and uh, I guess Nate McMillan, um, who do you think – like, I see a guy like Chauncey Billups could get his first head coaching job. We saw Steve Nash get his. He did. Honestly, kind of dope. About that. Yep, people were mad about it. Considering the, they said, you know, passing up the opportunity for black men who <laughs> – I just think this is stupid. Um, not the movement or anything, but the fact yeah. that people find a reason in everything yeah. to, to make a big deal about something as little as a coaching signing. Um, I don't think anybody's undercutting – any coaches, but when you have a team uh, like the offensive-minded team you have in Brooklyn, Steve Nash, who is probably a top three highest IQ player in the history of basketball, um, yeah, probably bring the best out of Kyrie. Yeah, no, I, I don't see any reason why he's, this is a bad signing. And your two best players signed off on that. He's they a champion. Kyrie, they ask, no, he's not. He, he never won a championship. <laughs> Who, Steve Nash? No, yeah, no, he's never won a ring. I thought he did. No, but still, you had KD and Kyrie who were like, okay, you know, we're cool with Steve Nash being the coach. We want him. Why is it a big deal? Why does Stephen A. Smith get to say, this is racist? (laughs) I want Stephen A. Smith to be a coach. Lit. (laughs) Oh, no, fuck no. That team going only two. Too. Cena Smith don't know a lick about basketball, bro. Other than in analyzing it, we can all analyze basketball. Coaching's a whole different story. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't. I don't find. I don't know, this is my point of view. I just don't find that that signing is showing in any way that there. You know, there's racism. I don't really see it there. Um, like you said, he's one of the highest IQ point guards to ever play the game. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't – if you look at the coaching options out there, um, you know, especially like 
the black coaches. Like you have Tyron Lue, right? He he's a coaching option. Yep. Um. A champion. Yep. That's champion. Made a good point there. Yeah. More more or less about race passed up a championship caliber coach. But but Tyron Lue was passed up on. Um, you know, when for head coaching jobs before, and he went to the Clippers as an assistant coach. So, um, there's a lot of question marks around Tyrone Lou. There are He's a lot a of people, but I think people LeBron. don't recognize that because the team he had. So, yep. Um, and then who else? You got, oh, Nate McMillan. Um, he just lost his job. There's a lot of options. Yeah, I just literally anybody could get a job in the NBA at any time. Yeah, I. Honestly, I'll just I'm just gonna say I just don't think I just don't think there's that's racially I don't think any I don't think race comes into finding a coach. Like like if it does then that's a problem. And maybe it does. Who I don't know. They don't tell me. But I don't know any case. Last time I last time I checked they don't go uh he's he's a black coach. We don't want him. Last time I checked, that's I don't remember them saying that. So I mean, yeah. Doc Rivers when they had a job. Um, yeah, I feel like Stephen A. Smith thinks there's a lot of black coaches or a lot of white coaches in the NBA, but I feel like it's pretty African American heavy on coaches. Uh, yeah. I can't really think of off the top of my head, like just just specifically naming names. There could be more white coaches. I don't know, but thinking of coaches, I think of a lot of black coaches first, like Doc Rivers, guys like that. So, I don't think it, I don't see why you have, race has to come. Race has to come into everything these days. I don't know yeah. why, but like Doc Rivers, you have Dwayne Casey, um, you have Alvin Gentry, um, you had Nate McMillan, uh, Monty Williams for the Suns. Yeah, um, Eric is Eric Spolstra. I don't know. I think he's more. Um, I don't know. I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. Like, what's Eric Spolster's ethnicity? Because we yeah. have no idea. Um, he looks. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. That's probably bad to say. <laughs> <laughs> Eth, uh, look it up real quick. A Filipino. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it's. Like I said. Last time I checked, uh, I, don't, I don't think people – I could be totally wrong, but I don't think people say, oh, I want this coach because he's white. It's just – I don't know. That's yeah, just my you, opinion. You pick, you pick a, a coach beyond their, their race. Yeah. Um, and Steve Nash, although he has no coaching experience, you can't question his resume. I mean, Steve neither Nash. does – does Chauncey Billups – maybe he was an assistant coach, but – um, he's looking for a head coaching job, and he has no head coaching experience. I don't know if he's ever been an assistant coach or not, but um, – and, yeah, Chauncey Billups is like a – he was a great player, so. But, yeah, um, that's a lot of NBA talk. Let's, uh, let's move to the, the NFL real quick. Um, yeah. So, we have – the we had the Thursday night game last night. I don't know if you watched or if you were watching the Lakers Nuggets. I was going back and forth. I didn't watch. Both. I just watched the NFL game for a little bit because I had to wake up early. 
So that game was, if you're a Jaguars fan, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a battle of who's the worst team in Florida, man. <laughs> that was just not, that football game was not entertaining at all. Yeah, that was bad. That was pretty bad. I mean, I thought going in, I was like, eh, this should be a close game. No, Miami blows out the Jaguars. Um, crazy story, James Robinson. Yeah. Running back for the Jaguars has absolutely t- been tearing it up. Um, he probably, I guess you could say he had a breakout game last night. He had solid weeks the first two weeks, but last night he really stuck out. Um, had, what, two touchdowns? Uh, caught yep. the ball a shit ton of times. Um, yeah, so I, I actually picked him up last week in my league. That's um, a good pickup. And I also picked up Jarek McKinnon. So now that what's-his-name is down. Pickup. Yeah, fantasy football has been pretty fun. But um, I think, honestly, I think the NFL season is like, even though there's no fan, like, well, some, some stadiums some have, yeah. have like small capacity of fans. But like, I think, honestly, it's like been fun to watch. Like, it's just good having football back. I love football Sunday. So I think what a lot of it has to do with is when you watch football, you don't see the fans a whole lot unless it's like after touchdowns. Yeah. Like when you're the camera angles and stuff, they never show fans unless they're kicking, uh, kicking like field goals or extra points, or somebody just scored a touchdown is doing a Lambo leap or something. Like, yeah. When you when you watch the NBA, you can see the fans in the background, and as long as the noise is there, which it has been, because you can put noise in, um, you haven't really been able to notice. Um. But I honestly I like the league itself, just like the the teams like I don't I don't think a team really sticks out to me as like as of now, I don't think any team really sticks out to me as like, yep, they're winning the Super Bowl or like they're definitely making it to the Super Bowl. Even yeah. the Chiefs. Even the Chiefs. No, like, I would say the Chiefs are Yeah. If I had to do a top five teams right now. Right, let's do a let's do a top a top ten teams real quick. Top ten. All right, we'll do top five. All right. All right. So start with five. Five, obviously. Um, it's harder to go and get the last like two than it is to get the first three. Yeah. But as of right now, I'm going to put. So yeah, getting like five, four and five is hard. Um, okay, five. I am going to put the. This is this is tough. Okay, this, this, might, tough. Come, this might come as a surprise. I am picking the Raiders. Okay. The Raiders at five. Um, in your top five teams? Yes, at the moment. Based on okay. what we've seen so far this season, not based on any prior assumptions or prior, uh, like just what you think about the team based on how they played this season. Okay. 
they beat a good Saints team. Yes, without Michael Thomas, but nevertheless, they were Derek Carr was slinging that bitch. Their Derek Carr looks good. Um, they have Darren Waller, who's a problem, who wants to be mentioned with Kelsey and and Kittle. He wants to be in that conversation. You can tell yep. just by watching him. You have two good backs. Uh, Josh Jacobs is definitely a number one back, without a doubt. He's a feature back. Not a lot of them left. And then uh, Jalen Richards, who yep. had had a couple had some struggles, but played really good. Had some had some runs where you just like, especially his touchdown run. You just squeezed in between. That was crazy. Squeezed in between the tackle, got him in the end zone. Um, so yeah, they got better offense than a lot of people think. You have Henry Ruggs who although hasn't made a lot of production yet on like the stat sheet draws a lot of attention because of his speed. Yep. And we've seen that uh, based on like the flags they've got and the penalties he's drawn because yeah. cornerbacks are scared of him. <laughs> They're scared of his speed. So, um, right. so yeah, I got Raiders uh, may come as a surprise, but they beat a good team um, in the saints who are a see very, how they do this very good defense. Um, we'll see how they play against the Patriots. Should be a good game. Can't wait for that. But I'm going them five. I want... Based on what we've seen, I'm taking Kansas City four. Okay. Um, Dang. Yeah, I know. Maybe a low blow. I get it. They're the returning champs, but with the past in the past, not regarding any of that last year, um, Kansas City's four for me. Just okay. seeing how they struggled against the Chargers. The Chargers was yeah. offsetting. And then this is where where it gets it's gets good for me. Uh, yeah. Okay, this makes sense now. I was thinking about all the teams and making sure I didn't miss anybody. So, yes, Raiders, Pack, uh, Chiefs, Packers third. Okay. Um, yeah, they're just – I agree with uh, that. Aaron Rodgers is playing good. The yep. offense is a well-oiled machine. Devontae Adams is a beast. Aaron Jones is an animal, looking like the yep. best running back in the NFL right now. Um, their defense is better than we've seen in recent years. Aaron Rodgers actually has an offensive line, a better offensive line than he's had in the last three or four years. Um, they just look good. Number two, I want – I don't – this is where it gets hard. Seattle and Baltimore are the two teams in mind. Yep. Um I have fuck to, this up. I think there's a right answer to this. I think a lot of people will say Baltimore won, but as of right now, I'm going Seattle won. Good idea. So Baltimore <coughs> two, bless you. Thank you. The, I mean, Seattle has just beaten better teams, I guess. Uh, I just think I, it's. I mean, maybe not just that, and also Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. He's just too good, man. He's the best. It's Russell Wilson. I've been saying he's the best quarterback in the NFL for three years now. Yeah. 
it's Russell I mean, Wilson. The only person that I think can challenge him is Patrick Mahomes, but I don't know. You look at them, they beat the Falcons, who put up, what, 39 points last week. Yep. Still lost. They're, but, yeah. they're no joke. <laughs> I mean, their defense is kind of a joke, I'm not going to lie. Uh, their offense, though, is always firing on poor Matt Ryan. That's all I got to say. Matt Ryan gets the shit into the stick all the time. And then the, the Pats. Uh, they beat the Pats, who looked like a good team. Although the chemistry might not be there, they beat them. So, yeah, that's going to round out my five. Baltimore has blown out the Browns, but the Browns aren't good. And yep. they've beaten Texans, who have been eh. So, that's all I got. I think that's a – and then outside of that, I'm going to go just outside, probably six if I had to pick one, uh, Arizona. Wow, okay. Um, or the Rams. So, so I'm going number five. I'm going Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Buffalo. Buffalo, I'm going six. Then Arizona, then the Rams. I think, I think the Buffalo Bills are a fucking – dude, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. It's Josh Allen. Josh fucking Allen. He's a beast. That guy is a fucking beast. Like, he will beat you. He's he's like Russell Wilson, like, 2.0 in terms of, like, what he can do on the field. Like, he, he can escape the pocket. He can run. He's he can probably throw. the most, other than Mahomes, is probably the most talented quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah. Because he runs better than Russell Wilson. He's strong. He's got like he's got the mobility of Russ, but is as strong as like Ben Roethlisberger. Thanks. And then he can sling the ball, probably the best arm in the league. At, at alongside Mahomes, um, yeah, dude, he's just he's just incredible. That team, that the, the defense is nice. Sean Payton's a good coach, and wait, did I say Sean Payton? Sean Payton, Sean McDermott, <laughs> Sean McDermott. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think I, I just think that team is like gonna. They'll probably win. They might win the division. I'm not gonna think, lie. Like I it sucks to say. I it sucks the to say. will grab a, a wild card spot, but I think the Bills yeah. are gonna win the division. They'll probably finish. Oh, I think they should finish at least eleven and five. Yep, they're looking nice. Um, number four, I got the Packers. All right. Um, just one spot up from you. Um, number three, I got Kansas City. Number two, I have uh, the Ravens and one the Seahawks. All right, so, so pretty similar. Pretty similar, um, except for this week is a very telling week, considering yeah. the matchups we have. We have the Raiders versus the Pats, so we'll see how great much the Raiders are. Monday Night Football game. That's going to be a great game. And then is that mo- Sunday uh, night? Monday I night. think it's Sunday. Sunday night. Let's look it up. Raiders. It is Pats. Monday night. Oh. No, it's a Sunday right here. No, it's Monday night. So oh, I'm talking. I'm talking about the Chiefs Ravens Monday oh. night game. Yeah, that should be a good game too. And then doesn't Seattle play Green Bay as well? Uh, do they? I don't know. I thought I saw something about that. Maybe it's not this week. Um, uh, they play the Cowboys this week. So that's a that should be a decent game as well. Yeah, we got a good weekend of football. There's going to be a lot of telling signs. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, me and Eric. I don't know if are you undefeated still. 
I am. All right, hopefully we stay undefeated in fantasy. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to this kind of long episode. Um, but, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Peace. Peace.